0: Hello and welcome to Footsteps, a podcast hosted by High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, where our mission is loving God, serving others, and changing lives. Today I'm here with Bonnie to discuss a lump of coal. You know that thing you get in your Christmas stocking if you've been bad. As you may recall, God called Job a blameless and upright person. Yet God let Satan strip Job and his family of his family of his wealth, and of his dignity. Hopefully we do not get tested like Job, but it is a fact. We sometimes live through hardships, and we don't understand. At one time or another, we will have all felt tested, alone, set upon, confused. Yet if we are right with God, Jesus tells us that we should rejoice. In the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 10-12, Jesus tells us, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. What? Bonnie, how does God use suffering?
1: Well, God uses hardships in different ways. He allowed Satan to test Job. By the way, Job came out with flying colors and got everything back, plus more. God also uh, redirected using Jonah, who disobeyed God's orders and ran away from God. It didn't work. He was swallowed by a giant fish and ultimately went to Nineveh, as God had commanded. Then there is the case of retribution. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And then with the Israelites, there was tempering and strengthening. The Israelites initially balked at entering the promised land, so God made them wander in the desert for another 40 years. No one knows the mind of God. During his testing by Satan, Job did not abandon God, but when he questioned God's plan, he was rebuked because no human could understand God's plan or creation.
0: Paul tells us that in Romans 914 to 21, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not, therefore, depend on a human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For Scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. One of you will say to me, Then why does God still blame us? For who is able to resist his will? But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purpose or some for common use? Let's consider the lowly lump of clay. By itself it is lifeless. It sits there rain on it and it will dissolve into dirt, but in skilled hands it can be spun about, poked, prodded, stretched, fired, and perhaps painted until it becomes a valuable object.
1: Paul's writing in Romans 9 reminds me of the corny old phrase, but into every life a little rain must fall. We often complain about rain, However, without rain, plants would wither and die. Life would be impossible. The rain even fell on Paul. In 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10, we read, And because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. To keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I entreated the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses, that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It's important to note that God did not remove Paul's hardship. Instead, God used it to humble and strengthen Paul.
0: Yes, God forms all of us. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 1, 3-7, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into the inheritance that, we can, that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith was shielded by God's power, until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you are to greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Through a combination of high heat and pressure, God transforms a lump of coal into a diamond. He creates something of rare beauty out of only a lump of coal.
1: I think we all feel the burden of suffering from time to time. When we feel the burden, it is time to go to God, for he also tells us in Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my load is light.
0: The Bible clearly tells us that as Christians, we are guaranteed a burden-free life. Well, no, actually not. We aren't guaranteed a burden-free life. But as we've seen through Peter, Paul, Matthew, and others, God can use this burden to transform us from a lump of coal into a diamond. We can become brighter and more beautiful than we could have ever conceived on our own. But we must trust and let God work on us on each of us. As always, I want to thank you for listening to Footsteps. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with your family or friends. If you have any comments, please email us at footsteps.hdumc at gmail.com. Of course, if you're in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, we invite you to join us in person at our church. If you are unable to join us in person, watch us online at highdesertumc.org. We pray that God richly blesses your life.